Welcome to the Boost Your Metabolism After Age 30 podcast. I'm Joe. And I'm Allison, and we're your co-hosts and the founders of Couture Fitness and Lifestyle Coaching. We're on a quest to help women design lives they love and bodies they adore. We were fed up with the dieting industry and decided to create something different. We're starting a calories up revolution where women are nourished, their metabolisms are healed, and their bodies and brains start working for them in the battle against weight loss. If you feel like your metabolism is wrecked and you want to lose weight once and for all, you are in the right place. Welcome everyone. Today you've just got me, Allison, and I'm going to be talking about a topic that is very near and dear to me because it happened to me and that is how to get your period back if you lost it. And so the medical term for that is hypothalamic amenorrhea. Um, But before we get into that, I want to talk about what's going on at Couture Fitness. So um, we're currently running a giveaway. So if you like this podcast um, and you have found it helpful, please leave us a five-star rating and review. Um, After you leave that review, please email us what your username is at info at couturefitnesscoaching.com and we will enter you into our drawing to win a $250 gift card. Um, Once we hit 50 reviews, we will um, pull for the drawing. So please take the time to do that if you have been enjoying our podcast. Um, Second, we are still offering one-on-one coaching. Um, If you are interested in learning more about that, you can email us, you can schedule a call directly on our website. We can do a consult call with you and you can see if we are a good fit for you. And then finally, we also have our somewhat new, it's been around now for a couple of months, um, self-paced course called Master Your Metabolism. This is perfect for somebody who maybe isn't ready to dive all the way into one-on-one coaching, but still wants all of the the knowledge that they need to maybe, you know, fix their own metabolism. Um, We basically are sharing all of the secrets of how we would coach you. Um, So you're kind of getting most everything, but you're not getting, you're not getting the one-on-one coaching or the the support group meetings that we have twice a week, the way you would with our one-on-one coaching. You don't have the coach telling you what to do and keeping you accountable, but we give you a lot of information to where if you are somebody who thinks you could do it on your own, um, you will have the knowledge to do so with that course. So check those out on our website and let's get right into it. So first, what is hypothalamic amenorrhea? I'm going to actually read the definition that is from the Cleveland Clinic's website because I think it's really good. Um, So I felt like there was no reason to come up with my own separate definition. So Cleveland Clinic defines it as hypothalamic amenorrhea is a condition where you don't get your period because of a problem involving your hypothalamus. And the hypothalamus is really just the control center of your brain. It regulates all kinds of bodily responses, such as temperature, hunger, um, and then certain aspects of reproduction. And it specifically, it releases what's called gonadotropin releasing hormone or GNRH is what I will call it um, going forward. And that's just a hormone that works along with follicle stimulating hormone, FSH and luteinizing hormone, LH and estrogen to control menstruation. And your hormones can become unbalanced when your hypothalamus stops producing that GnRH. And this can lead to irregular or even completely absent periods. So the hypothalamus, like I said, it's the command center for lots of different processes. It can it sends and receives messages and signals other hormones to release chemicals into your bloodstream. 
But when that hypothalamus gets a message that something is stressing out your body, it can basically just stop working. And we talk about this a lot on this podcast, but dieting is a huge stress on your body. Um, working out excessively, that is a huge stress on your body. The combination of the two, even bigger stress on your body. And so when you do that for a long period of time, your hypothalamus can stop secreting that GNRH, which is very, very important for menstruation. Um and it's often, you know, it doesn't happen right away. It's not like you're going to diet for, you know, four weeks and, you know, your period's gone for, for months and months. It usually takes a prolonged period of just being in some a, a caloric deficit for this to happen. Um, and basically you're putting that hypothalamus into survival mode and it's putting certain bodily functions on hold so it can focus on more important ones like breathing and keeping you alive. So it's basically saying, hey, we don't have enough fuel coming to us right now to, you know, be able to support a pregnancy and creating another human because so we are just going to shut those functions down and take this little food that you are giving us and send that to, you know, the critical things that we need to be doing. Like I said, breathing, your heart beating, things like that. Um so that is, that's basically what it is. I will kind of talk about my own experience too, um, of, you know, how I lost my period and how I eventually got it back. So if you listen to episode 23, you hear me talk about, you know, my own fitness journey and I do touch on this, but I'll touch on it briefly again here. So this happened to me in my late teens, early twenties, and it lasted actually quite a while. Um, I started dieting when I was 16, I was, five to 120 pounds, not at all overweight and very good shape, but I wanted to lose a few pounds. Um, I was a teenager. I was silly. And so I started, I did what I, the only thing I knew how to do, which was I started running. Cause I just had in my mind that if you wanted to be in good shape, you had to be a runner and counting my calories. And of course there were no apps or anything back then there were no smartphones. And so I just did it in my head every day. I would just kind of have this running tally in my head um, of how many calories I had eaten that day. And I usually shot for about 1500. And that number came from the teen magazines that I would read. I feel like every single issue would have some sort of how to lose weight segment. And they pretty much all had you eating 1500 or so calories. And so that's what I did. And I actually lost weight very, very quickly and easily. Um, and it was amazing. I was like, wow, this is easy. I felt I was skinny. Um, I felt like I was completely in control of how my body looked and it was great. And I'm super type A and super control freak. And so um, for somebody like myself, this is a good feeling. However, um, after about a year of this, so I actually didn't start my period until I was 15 and a half, which is very late, but that runs kind of in the family. So it was nothing um, concerning. Um, and I really wasn't even regular yet. Um, when I started this dieting, but, you know, starting this dieting certainly did not help me get more regular and actually caused my period to stop, um, after many, many months of this, but I just, you know, I didn't know what else to do. I just kept, I kept my calories right around that level 15, maybe 1600. And then I very slowly also started to gain back some of that weight that I had lost. And that felt completely out of control. Cause I was like, Hey, I'm doing the things I'm supposed to do. Why isn't my body, you know, kind of doing what I, what I think it should be. And so for a control freak, that feels very bad. <laughs> um, so fast forward, I'm going to say like five or so years, I was actually 
above that original weight of that 120 when I first said I wanted to lose a few pounds I was still running regularly I actually was lifting during this time too um sometimes more um I would say concentrated than others like I took a weightlifting class in high school but then after that I would just kind of do a few things maybe in my room like some push-ups and maybe V-ups or something like that. But there was always some sort of a strength component, thankfully. Thankfully, that's not something I ever stopped doing. But I was also running a lot. I was only eating about 1,600 calories, but my weight had gone all the way back up and, and above where it originally started. And I was not getting a period unless I was on birth control, which obviously that's not that's not real. That That doesn't mean that your body is actually ovulating. It's kind of just what I'll call a fake period. Um, it's like a forced bleed from the pill. And so this went on, I struggled a lot with my physique during that time, which we won't get into here, but I also, I had to get really, really aggressive if I wanted to lose weight and my body just didn't respond at all. Like it did that first time I tried to lose weight, which is not surprising. You will never lose weight as easily as you do the first time you ever tried to lose weight. Sadly, um, as long as you're doing something right, the weight will just melt off of you the first time you you try to, um, cut your calories and it will, it will probably never be that easy ever again. Um, but anyway, that's another story. You can listen to episode 23. If you want to hear me go into more detail about my, you know, physique struggles and metabolism struggles, but you know, we'll fast forward a few more years. So now I'm probably around 25 years old and I wanted to get pregnant. Um, and I knew that I had done this to my own body. This was my own doing, Um, And I wasn't having a period. And so I knew, you know, if I wanted to get pregnant, that is something I needed to fix. Um, And so I went to a lot of doctors. And honestly, I think it's very sad that not a single one was able to correctly. I wouldn't, I don't even want to call it diagnose me. None of them diagnosed me and said, oh, you have hypothalamic amenorrhea. Um, I was told a lot of really bad thing. So I was told by a gynecologist that, oh, you're not lean enough to lose your period. That can't possibly be the issue. Just go on birth control. Um, Well, I I certainly 100% did lose my period because of not eating enough. But because I, you know, my metabolism got to such a bad spot, I put on a lot of that weight that I originally lost. Um, So I was told that I was actually I saw a reproductive endocrinologist they just put me on Clomid, which I knew wasn't going to work um, because I wasn't ovulating. It didn't work. Um, And eventually I did a lot of my own research at this time. Actually, I would say I was pretty obsessive about researching this issue at this time. And I stumbled upon not even necessarily medical articles at all about this, but more um, just forums of other women who are in the same spot as me. And I self-diagnosed you know, myself with hypothalamic amenorrhea. And I think it's much more common and known about now, but this was back in 2007, 2008. Um, I think it would be really different if I had come across this issue now. I think I could probably find a really good coach, a nutrition coach, like, like what we offer, who would be able to help me get out of this. I wouldn't have even needed to, you know, go to a doctor, but even a doctor, I think might be more likely to recognize this now. Maybe, I don't know that for sure, but I'm hopeful that they might be. But back then um, I had these forums and it was all of these women on there who were, um, they had done a lot of restrictive dieting. Some of them had also done were over exercising. Some of them had even competed in bodybuilding competitions like I had and not a single one 
um, were, you know, diagnosed by a doctor that said, oh, this is your problem and we need to get your food up. They kind of all just, you know, just like me figured it out on their own and from searching the internet. And that's where I really got the knowledge and the support to say, okay, I need to back off my cardio and I need to start eating more. And it was very interesting to follow along because some of these women would post, you know, like every day on their journey and eventually, pretty much all of them who actually put in the work and got their food up were able to eventually get their periods back. And some of them had to gain a lot more weight than they wanted to. Um, some of them, it took quite a long time, but pretty much anybody who, who put in the work was having success. And so that definitely gave me hope. Um, but sadly there was not a single doctor who was helpful during this time. Um, and so what I eventually did, I, I wasn't patient enough. I'm sure if I would have just kept my calories high enough and, and I say I, I was working on it, I was, but I was also scared. It was very scary to me that, oh my gosh, I could gain even more weight. Cause I wasn't necessarily happy with, with my body at that time anyway. Um, and this is where a coach would have been so, so valuable to me. Cause they would have said, nope, just trust me, get your food up. I promise you're going to be okay. And it's all going to work out and you're going to fix your problem and your metabolism at the same time. Um, but I didn't have that. And so once, you know, I might get my food up for a week or so, but then if the scale didn't make me happy one day, I might freak out and, and cut my calories back down again. So it was kind of one step forward, two steps back a lot for me. And so I eventually, I kept working with this reproductive endocrinologist and I did get pregnant with the help of um, injections. I think they were FSH and LH injections that I gave to myself. Um, they worked quickly for me. Thankfully, I did get pregnant but I told myself, I will never, ever, ever get in this spot again. And I remember after having my first baby, I did nurse her um, and probably stopped around like nine or 10 months or so. But I remember around nine months after having her, um, I got my first natural period in years and years and I was ecstatic. And so I said, okay, you will never cut your food the way you did before. You will never get yourself to the spot. And I didn't. Um, and I'm so, so, so thankful that I stumbled on all those women in those forums at that time. Cause that's what kind of saved me from getting into that spot again. And I was able to have two more children after that completely naturally. Um, so, you know, we kind of talked about how to get out of it, how you can get into it. Basically, you know, if you are in a, a caloric deficit and that can come from dieting, that can come from working out too much, specifically doing too much cardio, um, or it can come from a combination of both. But if your body recognizes that, hey, you're not giving me enough fuel to support a pregnancy, it can shut those functions down because those are not necessary to keep you alive. Um, those are just, you know, they're great. <laughs> they're great to have, but it's not going to, um, it doesn't keep you alive. And so those are some of the first things the body will shut down when it's not getting enough fuel. And this is not necessarily just a leanness thing. There are people who can get very lean um, and have no problems. There are some people who are just naturally lean and that's just their set point. And that's how they, they can stay lean, you know, eating quite a bit more maybe than, than a lot of people. Um, there are others though, who are, they don't even have to be that lean and they will lose their cycle by, by restricting. I'm sure I was over 20% body fat when I was not having my period, which is not, it's certainly in the athletic, um, range, but it's not overly lean. It's not like I looked like I could step on stage and compete in a bodybuilding show. So, um, it's definitely more of an energy balance issue. You can definitely have this, even if you aren't underweight, like I said, that was me. Um, and so if this is you or, or maybe you're, 
past the age of, of having a regular period, but you have daughters, I think this is so, so, so important to know um, and let them know, Hey, if you're not getting a regular period, you know, once, once you get past those first few months of, I think irregular periods are pretty common when you first get your period. But after that, if you're not having one fairly regularly, um, make sure that, that your daughters or, or any young, young ladies that you are close with are not restricting their calories. Um, it can just, they can end up in a bad spot and yes, you can get out of it, but it takes work and it takes time. And it's also very frustrating. So, um, if you were in the spot, I'll just kind of talk briefly maybe about how we help women who are in this, in this position. So we've got a couple of several clients who have come to us in this situation and I love helping them. Um, it's one of the most gratifying things for me as a coach, because I've been there and I almost, it feels like a personal victory when I help them get their period back or even get pregnant. Um, so the first thing I would do is just kind of assess where their calories and workouts are. If they're not eating enough, then that's the first thing we need to work on is getting their calories up to a healthy spot. So their body recognizes, oh yeah, I, you are giving me enough fuel. I could support a pregnancy. Let's start releasing these hormones again um, and start ovulating again. Um, likewise, if somebody's maybe doing too much cardio and that's creating or helping to create that deficit, we will want to walk that back down. And I know this can be very scary, especially if you are a type A person who likes to feel in control and you've been restricting your food to control how your body looks. It can be very scary, but it is a necessary thing if you want to get your fertility back. So I think, like I said, if I had found a coach who could have gotten me out of this spot, it would have been so much easier for me. Um, but this is where a coach can really help you because they can just help reassure you that you're on the right track and tell you, hey, even if the scale jumped up one day, it's probably going to come back down. It's OK. And this is necessary um, in order to to fix this problem. So. That's what I've got to say about that. Hopefully, even if you are past the age of menstruating regularly, you still found this interesting and you can help to share this knowledge with the young women in your life. So I'm going to finish up again, just summarizing um, some of the things I talked about at the very beginning. If you are interested in one-on-one -on -one coaching, you can email us. You can schedule a consult call directly from our website. We also are now offering our Master Your Metabolism online course. And then finally, if you like this podcast, you can leave us a five-star rating and review. Please email us at info at couturefitnesscoaching.com and let us know what your username is so we can confirm the review and you will be entered into a $250 drawing. So thank you for listening. That's all I've got for you today. That's what we've got for you today about how you can invest in your metabolism and start losing weight by eating more and exercising less. Trust us, you aren't too old and it's never too late. If you want to learn more about this topic, head over to our Facebook group, Boost Your Metabolism After Age 30. You can also follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Couture Fitness Coaching. And if you want to work with us, join us for our next 12-week session.